1987, Link found out how dangerous it was to go alone when The Legend of Zelda was released on the NES. We learned our brain on drugs looked a lot like an egg in a frying pan. And it felt like my brain was on drugs watching my favorite cartoon special missions force get shot down by salad. GameZillaMedia.com It's time for the last action podcast! Pop quiz hot shot! Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and with me... In a lovely, lovely Ghostbuster shirt is the Sphinx. And with us today, we have a very, very special guest running the boards for us. He's special, all right. Just like this awesome ass <laughs> movie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have Chops. That's me. Hi, Chops. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I'm happy to have you here. I'm way too pumped for this episode. Uh huh. So. I'm, the, I'm just sitting here with my so, arms already on my head. And, Sphinx, and that's part of the reason why. Two. Sphinx, why are you even here? I'm I more pumped know. that it annoys the shit out of him. I'm real happy. I don't even know why he's... You might as well turn off your turn off your mind. This I, might as well be the Chops and LPJ podcast for this would, whole episode. People would dig that. I mean, no, the nobody world, would dig that. The world, the, the, the world, world does not need yeah, that. The apocalypse would happen. No, the Stephen and Hamburglar show. Ugh. You, you've already pulled this <laughs> out. Then, yeah, that's when hell rises, and everybody just gets. Maybe murdered. that should be a Patreon special. I mean, no one would want to listen get, to I it. I can go get Stephen right now. If we you probably want. no, we probably should. No, he's my. He was my ride here. No, it's cool. He's outside petting deer. <laughs> I mean, they are his clients. Hopefully, <laughs> he's probably been eaten by a wolf at this point. Too. I would hope. No, so. he eats with wolves. They share a real peaceful meal. He's for some reason he's a real, real animal caller. That guy. All right. Anyways, so this 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 week's episode is. Uh, do Man. we do we want to play a you know song what? to lead into this movie before we say open it? it? Open it up for us. Okay, hold on one second. Let me. Everyone already knows what the this. thing is. Just open it up. Shut your face. Shut your face. <laughs> This might be the greatest opening of all time. I mean... No, it's not. This should be the national anthem. <laughs> 100%. Oh, crank that shit. How you liking this, Sphinx? Someone help me. Cobra! 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 Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Panic spreading far and wide. Who can turn the tide? Yo, Joe! G.I. Joe! Okay, we can't listen to this G.I. Joe is there. Sure we can. It's our podcast. Okay. Joe! No, no, no. The people don't want Joe. this. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Fight freedom, <laughs> wherever there's trouble over land and sea and air. G.I. Joe is there. 
Okay, no, because I this is I, my I'm, I'm gonna reach is, over the table. This is my This is my favorite part. Jesus. Deadliest of foes, Cobra. Okay, he looks like he's dying over there. Is there anyone else listening to this at this point? No, that that that's a no. Everyone, we can do this. Everyone, do this for the whole show. If there's if there's an episode that's going to cause us to be canceled, it's this one. Nothing can cause us to be canceled. I just want to say, for the record, they never give up. They never say die. Walking tall with banners high. Who they, can? Who they can sound do? the battle cry. Oh, they sound the battle cry. G.I. Joe. Shut up. So this is G.I. Joe the movie. It certainly is. An animated movie. This is... And I, I'm animated about this movie. Yeah. Like, no BS. This is, honest to God, one of my I'm all-time on favorite of openings of anything ever. Okay, let's just rephrase what happened, because if you haven't seen the movie, and you're just listening to this song for the first time... They're literally having a battle on the Statue of Liberty while there's like a parade and balloons falling from the sky. They are. Can I can I chime in actually? Yeah, please. No. I, I actually do have some information. Ooh. Here. Go right ahead. So the Statue of Liberty scene when this movie was done was in nineteen eighty six. It's the one hundred year anniversary of the Statue of Liberty being built. Oh. So that is why they believe that they had this scene. And apparently Cobra is trying to take down freedom. Oh, they're always trying to take down freedom. They're a terrorist organization determined to rule the world. Mm-hmm. How is that not trying to take down freedom? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's what's, and, and what I got. And it's crazy because there's paratroopers in in the middle of all these balloons and this giant ship. It's it really reminds me of like straight up World War like two, which <laughs> <is> crazy. <laughs> which are the people so that weird. made this? Do they realize that the Statue of Liberty is in New York City, <laughs> not in the fucking floating <laughs> island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean where this <laughs> seemingly is happening? Who cares? Who uh, cares? I care. They were gonna bomb the shit out of it, and GI Joe <laughs> stopped them, and that's all that matters. And, and what what good does bombing the Statue of Liberty do? It totally destroys freedom if they blow up the Statue of Liberty. And G.I. Joe had to stop them from destroying freedom. The Americans didn't like it when it first showed up anyway. It was a copper-looking woman. But the Americans that were then aren't the Americans that are now. But the Americans in the movie you aren't argue, real Americans. You cannot argue this point. G.I. Joe was there. Pop quiz, hot shot. Holy All right, snack. I want you shit. to tell me what does G.I. Joe stand for? I tried to actually look this up in preparing <laughs> I think I for know. this podcast, and I don't have a damn clue. Yeah. Is it is it general infantry? Uh oh no, no. I, I'm, I'm talking about in the song. Oh, they're the. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant in like real life, like no, GI, no. which I, I, I don't the, remember. They're what the GI highly means. trained special mission force. Yes, and what is their purpose? Uh, to defend the uh, world, uh, human freedom. They make reference mm-hmm. to defend human freedom as if. They don't care about anyone else's freedom. Which is a big humans. issue I have with this movie. Fucking Cobra Law. <laughs> the hell is that? We'll get into that. This is my show now. No, it's you not your show. Care. You are already on two other shows on GameZilla Media. Listen, I you or, are a guest on my show. I make or break this. It, let let's, let's be fair. Of all of the episodes of this show, this one is the least yours. I, I am going to give you that. True. But... Anyway, so All right. this movie opens with a giant battle scene. G.I. Joe stops Cobra, and that leads into basically the plot of this, the plot, quote unquote, of this movie. Well, this can movie, we, yes. for those that are possibly like me and are 
for some crazy ass reason still listening to this. Yeah. Can we go through the character list? Because it oh. took me a lot of fucking time you know, let's to try up. and go through So this. let's back up yeah. a little bit here. Let's start with G.I. Joe, what it is. It's a cartoon from the 80s, and the 80s were ripe with cartoons designed to sell toys to children, which is why you get... Things like He-Man, you get Transformers, you get Mask, you get all of these other Go shows. Well, Go and G.I. Joe is goes way back. It goes back to the 1960s. They it were does. like well, big dolls. Yes, they had dolls. I mean, that's true. Similar to the bar. I think it was basically They're the Barbie, Barbie equivalent of, of the men. The they boys coined toys. the term action figure. Well, yes. they, they made G.I. Joe's in response to Barbies because yeah. they wanted a toy for boys. Yeah, and they called them action figures instead, yeah. of, instead of dolls. But this version, the 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 GI the Joe then had died in popularity. They rebranded it in the uh, like around 1984, 1985, to the smaller three and a quarter inch toys. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like a lot of the other cartoons of that era, they were designed. The cartoon was designed to sell the toys. This movie came out at the end of, I believe, the second season of GI Joe, kind of at the height of the craze of GI Joe. And, um, it, well, it didn't end up getting released in theaters, which we will talk about, but this movie, this movie I love. Like, I can't, I love this movie. It's a, I don't know of another, besides Transformers, the animated movie, I don't know of another childhood movie that defines my childhood tastes. Well, what about like a, what about more. like a Disney movie? No. Oh, no. Lion King. Uh-uh. Nope. Aladdin. No. No. See, I Toy was Story. I was born the year this came out, and I remember this more than the movies like those that came out at the time of you know when I was a kid, when I was into those things. Hmm. This is a movie that I've watched more than any other movie, and I have continued to watch it throughout my life and not liked it any less. Do you remember when you saw the, this movie for the first time? I don't. Okay. No. I th- I think I can tell. I, I'm you. sure you showed it to me last yeah. week. Oh, for you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember do you remember anything about the VHS that we had of this? I just remember the VHS cover I think it had fl- uh Flint on it or or Falcon on it. Um Okay, so you saw Hawk on it? So you saw that. So you saw the actual purchase copy that we had. The DS, that's what I remembered. The original version we had. Okay, so this movie never made it to theaters, which we will talk about. They did, however, show it in five parts on the cartoon. On, as part of the series, but they also showed it, it so back when, so right now we have, uh, as far as networks go on TV, we got ABC, CBS, Fox, all that stuff. And we also have some local channels, um, WB, but before the WB existed, they had UPN. Before UPN mm-hmm. existed, we had WKBD TV 50. And that was just like the local Was that the local Bozo, was Bozo on that channel? Yeah, no, Bozo no, that's was, WGN. That was WGN of okay. Chicago. Yeah, so this was like RWGN, WKBD50. And this is a channel that would show like the Red Wing games and things like that, some of the Tiger teams. And every 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 Saturday they would have a matinee. They would show some movie. They would show The Blob or they would show, you know, whatever movie. This happened to be a movie that they were showing one week. And I had remember seeing it in the TV Guide. Do you guys remember what TV Guide is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the local TV Guide. No one, no one else that's younger than us would probably know what that no, is. No, the but. local, before there was an actual guide on your, you, you, you had the movie, you had the TV Guide, the actual guide channel, but they would release weekly, they would release this book of what was going to be on for the week. And I remember seeing this on like a Thursday that G.I. Joe the movie was going to be on. And I thought to myself, what is G.I. Joe the movie? I'd never heard of it. Like I knew G.I. Joe. How old are you? 
I was eight. Eight, okay. So I I remember um, I watched G.I. Joe the cartoon. I didn't realize there was a movie. So I was at my friend's house, at Justin's house, which they live around the corner from us. And the movies, the the matinees always started at like 12 or 1. And it was like 11 o'clock, and I'm playing with Justin. And I suddenly remembered that the movie was going to be on. And I'm like, uh, Justin, I got to go. And I just got up and left his house <laughs> and ran home. Yeah, that's normal. Sure. And I threw a tape in. I just grabbed a random VHS tape that was sitting out. I don't even know what was originally on it. I have no idea. Was it your parents' wedding video? It, I, I don't know. Who cares? And I threw it in, <laughs> and I recorded this movie off of WKBD TV 50, and I sat and I watched it, and I paused it when the commercials happened so that we didn't record the commercials and unpause it. I was, And this is the copy that we had for a long time before I actually was able to go out and buy a copy. This is the first copy you saw. You don't even know that. I don't don't remember at all. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember watching this, and I'm like, man, this is strangely cut as if it was a TV, uh, made-for-TV movie. And that makes a lot more sense because I didn't know they released it as an eight, as you know in part series on the show. But I didn't know. I, I don't remember the quality. I don't remember the details of watching it. All I remember is an actual bought version physically of, of the, the I eventually tape. ended up buying a copy from a video store that had it. Um, at one point, the copy that I had made accidentally got partially taped over for about 20 seconds. So if you really want to, you can go back and see 20 seconds of a Chicago Bears game. Oh, was it a good game? It was, it, I don't know if the game was good, but it was right at the part where they were splicing the wires and Serpentor's escaping. Keep splicing! Keep splicing! Keep splicing! Uh-huh. <laughs> Nick, you're gonna, the Sphinx are going to see it. You're going to get a lot of this. All right, so we set yeah. it up. Can we get into the movie? Sure, absolutely. No, you, no, we're going to go through the characters. Oh, you want to go really through the characters? I mean, the, no, the, I want to because I want to okay. make fun of some of them. That's fine. All right, Let go him ahead. have this. It's well, okay. Right, it's fine. Well, I mean, you get, well, you guys can help me. Oh, so I'm going to lead this. So you guys can help no, me. No, out. no, no. You just do this part. I'm gonna we'll take you, care of I'm going to let you get your hate out of the way now, so no, we can not, handle the rest. That's not going to happen. Raid. All right. So the the lead bad guy. I'm not going to. Wait a minute. Oh, let's back up a little bit here. How familiar are you with GI Joe the cartoon? Yeah, not at all. Okay, so you have no context. You no. have no emotional, no. Wh- which is really what hurt me in well, trying to watch this movie. Because I'm assuming like a lot of like. TV show movies, you bring in a lot of the bad guys throughout the show in one big hurrah. Is that kind of what happened here? So a lot of those bad guys were like bad guys in a given episode? And no, they were always the same bad guys, always in a group. This group never... They were always in this group. They were always so in this every group. episode, there's like eight of them like trying yeah. to go after the Joes? Yeah, yes. there's a lot of... So I didn't watch as much G.I. Joe growing up as my brother did, and I honestly don't remember any of the TV series. Okay, but I remember this the most, and I honestly, I don't even care what the characters are because I still love the movie. So Serpentor, Serpentor, right? yep. Serpentor. Yes. Okay, he's that crazy ass looking guy with the snakes all around him. Yep. yep. So I mean, when I, I, I'm trying to figure this out, so when he's deciding to throw the snake, like it, it go, they go all hard, and then he yes. starts like stabbing people with them. So yes, is yes. this some sort of like euphemism for something? No. Nope. This I command. That's what he, that's, that's his, his saying. Yeah, he fucking says it like a million times. Yeah, that's his yeah. thing. I command him to fucking die. So, do you know how uh, Serpentor was created? They explained Why a little bit of this? it in the movie. Oh no, no, I did. Uh, the Columbus guy, Columbus, Christopher <laughs> Columbus, Globulus, 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 ruler uh, of Cobra. Created created him through the monocle guy, Doctor right? Mindbender. Doctor Mindbender, who was like a Nazi wannabe type of deal. That's what he's based yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else, or is that it? So they there was a five part episode, a, a five, five part, part series okay. called "Arise Serpentor Arise." The initial 
the initial leader of Cobra is Cobra Commander, the guy with the silver faceplate. Yeah, fucking annoying as shit, by the yep. way. I cannot stand that man. He was the next one I had here. Number one, can he fucking see through that mask? Yes. Uh, yes. How? It's one way less. And then number two, they couldn't think of uh, any other voice for him. He sounds like he's smoked his entire life, the, uh, and he's got emphysema. Uh, hold on, hold on. First of all, I, I am not, fucking hate you, Zapanta. I'm not going to let you. This is the worst Nick. movie I've ever seen. I'm not going to let you hate on Chris Latta. Chris Latta is he one of the greatest voices. voice actors of all time. He was the voice of Starscream so in the Transformers movie. annoying. And in the CBC. Well, series. that's the point. He's supposed to be. Yeah. Obviously, he did a good job if you're annoyed by him. You can his, name, char- his character's you supposed to be grading. Go for two more characters, and we'll get into the plot. Yeah. Well, pick those, your, those are just the favorite. bad guys. Yeah, there's I still a got lot. some of the good guys. Yeah, what's some so more heroes? Pick two well, more. We already did Dr. Mindbender. Yeah. Is it P- Pythona? Pythona? Pythona. She's new for this movie. Yeah. She's new for the movie, which yeah. makes sense. Okay. Is is Golombulus new for the Golobulus? movie? Golombulus is yes. new for the Golobulus movie. is new. Nemesis and then Nemesis Enforcer. Also yep. new for the new. movie. Also new. Okay. Anything that to do with Cobra Law is new. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. So then for our good guys, I take it Duke is the leader here. He's the blonde. Uh, uh, technically, Duke is not the leader. General Hawk is the leader, but Duke is kind of the field commander. Okay, and then you got Lieutenant Falcon here. Falcon's new for the movie. Who's, yep. Oh, he's new for the movie. New for the yes. movie. He's a dumbass. Yep. Okay, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. And then we got Snow Job or Blow Job. What's, what's the right Snow name job. there? Snow Job. He's oh, one of the original. Oh, it's Snow Job. It is yep. Snow Job. And then we got Roadblock or is it Cockblock? It's Roadblock. It's Roadblock. He's, oh, he's right. one of the original Joes. Okay. And then you got Big Lob. Big Lob. New yep. for the movie. <laughs> yep, new for the movie. Okay, solid. And then Chuckles. New for the movie. All right. And then Beachhead, Givenhead. Beachhead is one of the one of the trainers. He's one of the, not new for the movie. He's been around for a while. Okay. And then you got Sergeant Slaughter. That was the last main Sergeant main Slaughter. One. Uh, what did he do previous thing? He was in the episodes, yeah. Not often. Or no, was he new was to he? the movie? No, he was. I don't know. I thought he was in. He was. I remember seeing in episodes, but I don't know if it was post this uh, movie. Well, you know, I can't remember actually. I don't know. I'm sure, we'll have fans yell at us later. Yeah, and, and so, sure so Sergeant Slaughter is obviously voiced by Sergeant Slaughter. Yes, and then for Lieutenant Falcon, it's Don Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So for this movie, they brought in some famous voice actors for some of the newer characters. Some famous. Like him would be it. Well, uh, no. Burgess Meredith. Burgess, Meredith, as Burgess Meredith is not that famous at this Are point. Are you Meredith kidding me? Is super famous as the Penguin in the Batman series with Adam West in the 1960s. He's also and then in- he's Rocky's trainer yeah, in the yeah. 70s. Yeah, and now you're talking 87. He also was in Clash of the Titans. Was a huge, huge success of a movie. Uh, what else is he in? I you're, feel like he was he was desperate for cash. No, as was Don Johnson. No. Miami Vice must have ended, and he needed money for blow, and he. Had had to do this fucking movie. You, you hate this movie. He must have. We should probably Don's mute like, his mic. Don's like, what the fuck's this? G.I. Joe? What is this? Just go and mute his mic. I'll just talk louder. I'll talk so loud that you can right, hear me you, on your are mic. Are you done with your negativity? No. For right now. For right now. But So Don Johnson, Burgess Meredith. Yes, Sergeant Slaughter. And Sergeant are Slaughter. Those are your biggest names in this Those movie. are the biggest names yeah, that those are, are the big ones. non-voice actors. That I yeah. think were held at gunpoint to have to do this movie. Well, regardless of how they did it, they did it. Yeah. Um, all right, so now. The rest of the actors were all actors from the show, mm-hmm. and they are very famous voice actors. They are, uh, and a lot of people them play like Chuck Adler. multiple roles. They do. They just change their accent or change their inflection in some sort of way. Was it just one black guy that had to do all the black people? No. Listen, don't bring your racism here. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, don't bring your no, racist. Every comments. episode we go through this. Every episode. Don't bring your racist here. <laughs> this that's this is not the place for it. 
This that's, is not the place for it. That's not what I'm trying to say <laughs> we might, here. We might have to mute his mic now. We may have to. God damn it. This, this episode's going to get flagged for uh, Unreal. being oppressive. Unreal. You, you literally Unreal. just said that Unreal. a lot of them take on several voices. Nick, quit being and a blunderer. the two black Fool. guys are stereotypical in and of themselves. Not, you know. You know, yeah. just because something is doesn't mean so, you have to be it too. Look, I did... <laughs> G.I. Joe itself, the whole, a lot of the characters are very stereotypical. Yes. That's that's one of the biggest The Asian, The, the only series. Asian guy is Quick Kick. And, yes. he, doesn't, and he doesn't wear a shirt or shoes. He doesn't wear a shoot or, yeah, shoes. Yes. So we know yeah, there's we questionable know. There's, things in Look, there. there's a lot so, of stuff in here okay. that is not going to fly. Let's now. get into the movie All right. itself, okay? All right. I'm, I'm done. The going plot is the actually pretty, pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, pretty dumb. <laughs> there's a device called the Broadcast <laughs> Energy Transmitter. BET. Uh, the for BET. Black Entertainment Television. That's right. And it's supposed to solve the world energy crisis by for somehow generating. Well, somehow it, it's a laser satellite. I don't know that, what the like, hell it was. Provides energy through the air. It just indiscriminately. <laughs> <laughs> fires energy and powers things up. I yeah. don't know how it works. If it, it doesn't, doesn't work, they wa- they wasted a billion tax dollars. Yeah, as and one you know, of I mean, I'll be said. honest with you. If that costs, if it costs a billion dollars to solve the world's energy crisis, that's a, totally that's a good it. bargain. There, that's a great deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, and regardless of whether this thing works or not, it's there. Which I, you know, I appreciate GI Joe being uh, conscious of energy crises in 1987. Good job for them. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to ignore you. For yeah. So Serpentor is confronted by Pythona. So yeah, it opens up with a mysterious figure rising from a lake. And basically, I called it, uh, what did I say? Uh, oh, it's a zit ride for her. Because yeah, it's, it's the like grossest weird... thing ever. She Everything, kicks ass, though. She does. And and yeah, it like takes are these place, bad guys usually this easy to kick their ass, or is she just like dominant? so? A no, typical, she's just really good. Well, a typical trope in these types of shows is that there's like a build up, there's a little bit of a skirmish, and then for some reason one team or the other just gets overrun or completely destroyed by the other team. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a trope for these kind of movies or shows. Um, but it, it basically the op- movie opens up at this high tech base in like I ex- assume it's like a bayou like. New Orleans, it's swampy. I don't know. I don't know where it no, is. No, it's uh, it's Cobra's Teradrome. You know, I know it's a Teradrome. I don't know where it is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's in the Bayou. It's they, it, yeah, it's in the swamp. Assuming because of the dreadnoughts are more. I knew dreadnoughts the South are there was behind well. this. Yeah. yeah, you're still you're still saying all these things <laughs> that really are questionable. What are we talking about? Never mind. Yeah, yeah, G- that's good. Moving. Anyways, what were you gonna say, LPJ? Uh, I was going to say, yeah, they're, they're at the, the Terradrome. It's in Louisiana. Dreadnoughts are a separate organization that are hired. They're kind of like mercenaries. Yes. Uh, and they work with Cobra as well. Um, Does Cobra, like, stand for something? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it might have at one time. I don't. I don't know off the top. Of my it head could enough. be a play on maybe like another military type title. They, from, they end from up explaining. This, this movie actually does kind of explain it's, it. It's probably a play off of Contra. I don't know. I, I would assume Contra was a real thing. It was. I I am well aware yeah. of what Contra. Was. Yeah, I would assume it would that. be something similar played off of that. I don't know, just for the name. Could be. I mean, it's the right era. Yeah, but could be. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pythonus tells Serpentor that he needs to get this broadcast energy transmitter, yes. and he they say that um, he needs it for Cobra Law. For yes, so yeah, and she kind of tears through the Terradrome. Terab- um, Cobra Commander shows his true colors as he always is. He's a coward. 
He doesn't want to get in confrontation, and he wants I'm a rule. A and he yes. wants to uh, he wants to, to see Serpentor dead, he wants so, to he see can re- yeah. so he can assume the throne again like he yes. had before. And and my favorite line, because the first opening line in the movie is just Serpentor yelling at them, calling them blunderers and fools. And I just think it's hilarious that the first line of the movie is someone yelling at another person. Was he calling them blunderers or fools? Yes. Or was he telling the people watching... The movie Blunders and Fools. No, he was speaking to the characters in the movie. Oh, okay. I feel like um, there's was a lot of this movie is very quotable in general. The the dialogue written in this movie is amazing. <laughs> it's such well character driven dialogue. <laughs> it is I, I, if it's if it's not it may not be good story dialogue, but it is great character dialogue. Mm-hmm. Totally. I agree. You yeah. know who, you know who wrote this. Who? Buzz Dixon, who actually wrote a lot of the comic books. Oh, okay, that makes sense. He it was wrote, a Marvel comic. It was a Marvel comic. Yep. Fantastic. You guys are staring at me like you want. Like, we're trying to give you some history. We're trying, here. To, I, I'm trying to bring I'm you listening. in. I, we're trying I, to bring you in without the negativity. So, yeah, Serpentor is a gold man with snakes for shoulders and flies on a scooter. And I do have to say, he's a very confident man for being able to pull all that off on a I scooter. I put down it was a jet ski. Like it, a it, was jet ski. it was basically a jet ski. It is basically an air jet ski. And, yeah. and he has snakes that grow from his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like, who wouldn't want that? And then they go hard and then he shoves them in people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And like I snake spears. And I appreciate that like it's an animated movie, okay? And you have one of your oh, main Oh, it is. I? I thought everything you Let me get to up my point. point was real. I hate you. <laughs> I, like you have a character whose face is completely hidden. Yet they do such a great job of portraying emotion through his voice and the way he uh, moves his body and like goes over the top. It's great. It's a great use of a character that is faceless. But you're still able to convey emotion through him, and that's and that's through the voice acting a yeah, lot. And that's why that's why Chris Lada gets a lot of credit is because he didn't have he had to do everything with his voice. Yes. He, he couldn't do anything else except do all of the characterizations through his voice specifically. He had to have that kind of voice in order to pull it off properly. Okay. No. We have real things to talk about on this, other than being terrible. Diehard fans for it. Yeah, this movie felt big too. It did. It had a it had a large scale to it as far as like where they were in the world, um, the stakes involved, sure, and also the fact of like the the history. So you have this race of people that are thousands of years old mm-hmm. that are kind of emerging back from when civilization kind of came. I'll to tell be. you what we'll do. Let me just do a quick synopsis of the yeah. movie. Yeah, so that's, fine. Got it. that's fine. That's fine. It's, it's, it's not gonna take long. Yeah. So the quick synopsis is. There's this place called Cobra La. It's what originated Cobra Commander. Uh, Cobra La sent Cobra Commander out into the world to try and conquer the humans so that the organisms of Cobra La could take back over the world. Cobra Commander failed, so they then helped create Serpentor to try and do the same thing. Serpentor failed, so then they find out there's this broadcast energy transmitter, which they can use to incubate these spore pods that they have in their Himalaya base. So the Cobra Law retreated to a to a dome in the Himalayas, and they want to use this BET, the broadcast energy transmitter, to incubate these spores, which will shoot into space, disseminate all over the Earth, and devolve anybody not under the Cobra Law dome mm-hmm. into mindless zombies, mindless beasts. And then they would then the Cobra Law would then emerge and take back over the Earth. And then G.I. Joe goes in and stops them after Several waves of G.I. Joe uh, troopers get captured. Uh, they get new recruits. Only six of them, though, which is kind of weird that they're trying to replenish their force with only six people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, eventually, G.I. Joe wins out the day, destroys Cobra La, Galobulus, 
blows up the spa- blows up the spores and uh, and, and basically saves the day. Mm-hmm. So that's the brief synopsis of the of the movie. There's some other things that we do want to touch on though. Um, there was something relatively controversial in this movie that ended up getting changed due to some other movies as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in relation to when this movie came out, was it the same year, year or before. was it the year before? Let me start over. It was the year before. Me, year before. we got to okay. back up a little bit. Yeah. This movie was in production prior to Transformers the movie being in production. Mm-hmm. It was initially going to be released before Transformers the movie, but they met with some kind of delays, and Transformers the movie and My Little Pony the movie ended up getting released prior to G.I. Joe the movie. Which these are all Hasbro toys. They're all Hasbro, Hasbro and all properties. done by Sunbow. So they're all done by the same company, same voice actors, same is, studio. Is Transformers and My Little Pony as well Marvel entities or no? They would well no because they weren't Marvel. They weren't entities. comics yet. They were well Transformers was Transformers a comic. was, but I don't think My Little Pony. But was. they weren't Marvel entities. Marvel just distributed the comics. Okay, so they were all owned by Hasbro. So Transformers the movie comes out, and in Transformers the movie, um, Optimus Prime dies, and people hated that. Uh, there was a huge backlash from Optimus Prime dying, and uh, and also the movie didn't do all that well. Mm-hmm. My Little Pony didn't do all that well, which led the creators to release, to not even bother releasing G.I. Joe the movie in theaters. They only released it um, via home video. Or TV. Or on TV as, as part of the five-part series, or in how I saw it on that matinee episode special. And initially in the movie... Duke gets hit in the chest <laughs> while saving Falcon with one of the snake spears, mm-hmm. and uh, and he dies. But because there was so much backlash from Optimus Prime dying, they rewrote the part and basically recorded re-recorded new, new, audio, dial, new right. audio of it to say that oh he just slipped into a coma. It's so, it's so painfully <laughs> obvious. I know, right? When you look at it, it too. well, they're crying in when the, he's laying in her arms. He's in a coma. Not like, only she that, she knows he's in a coma right away. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> only that. In the well, in the documentary, uh, Buzz Dixon, who wrote it, says, you know, if you turn off the sound and just watch it, he dies. Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, and and also, if you look at the end of the movie, where mm-hmm. Jing, where yeah. Jinx yeah. and Falcon are standing there, <laughs> you Thanks, know the di- brother. Yeah, you know the dialogue. There's more dialogue <laughs> oh, there yeah. about about Duke dying. Yes, you yeah, know, but, yeah. You know but instead does. they're like, "Oh, he's gonna make it." It's like, yeah. "Yay!" But clearly, none of that matches no. with, with what you're watching. <laughs> nah, no, he absolutely 100 percent dies. Yes. But but you know what? In my opinion, like this was the right move. I mean, I n- I've never seen a Transformers movie. But, I mean, these are movies that are supposed to be for kids. Why are you killing the main character of Optimus Prime? Well, they, Like, that sounds like this is a damn TV show I can tell or you movie exactly why. Yeah. for kids. I can tell you 100% why. All of these movies and TV shows were driven by toy sales. And they had to, re- they had to introduce the new line of toys, and the only way they could do that was killing off the old ones to reintroduce the new ones. And that's what they did with Transformers. They killed they a ton of Transformers. Not just Optimus. A ton they of Transformers. They killed the entire first line of Transformers. <clears throat> that, yes. That's horrible. Why Why are you going to give kids this harsh reality that things die? Well, it's, it's, it's like telling kids, kids that like the Easter Bunny's not real. And the more you know, because knowledge is power. No. And, it's and the it's, worst. Well, the kids, the thing is, and it's, this is going to sound terrible, the kids don't really think of it that way. No. They just think of it as, I'm going to get new toys. Yeah. Kids, that's what they're thinking. I that's never exactly thought what they're that. Thinking. But you also didn't, you, you weren't, also part, of weren't part of that era. That's I wasn't really part then. of that era until like Spider-Man toys, my uh, Marvel toys. That's what I was part of. So but. you're telling me that kids were excited when their heroes died because they knew they'd have a new toy? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, um, 
I wasn't excited that Optimus Prime died. However, there were enough new characters there to make me accept it more. Yeah. Hmm. And you could see all the new toys coming out. They were released, uh, I think they were released concurrently with the movie, right? Yeah. You could buy them when the movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's terrible. The yes, comics look. The but, comics were even worse. So yeah, the comics are much more. There's adult. A, there's an entire issue um, of GI Joe where one saw viper mows down probably a dozen mainstay GI Joe characters just so they could bring in the the new characters. It literally kills that them all. That just seems like a cheesy way to try to make a buck. Well, they didn't That's know how they did. They it didn't then. know any better. That was the, that was the state of things then. Hmm. I mean, if you think of Marvel comics. I mean, they go through so many iterations of different characters via deaths, via rebirths. Like, it's a common, it's been a common trope throughout a lot of this kind of media. Well, not only that, look at how many cartoons came and went in the 80s. Uh, a lot. Just, just to sell cow. toys. I yeah, mean, you had stuff like true. Dino Riders. You guys even remember Dino Riders? I do. A little bit. Not much, though. They were these dinosaurs that had, um, like, harnesses and stuff on them. So little guys could ride on the dinosaurs, called Dino Riders, and that lasted, I don't know, maybe twelve episodes. Uh, Lone was it Lone Star or uh, yeah, Lone Star. Lone Star was like a space one that was like a like basically take Thundercats and um, it was like an old uh, West Thundercats. Yeah, almost. in space. I had what were those pocket things? Mighty Max. Was Mighty that Max. Yeah, Mighty that Max was a TV was another, show. Polly right? Pocket. Yep. Uh, you yeah. also had um, what were the guys that went in like the big mech units? Um, oh, I um, had those toys. Um, but basically, the, yeah. what we're saying is that it was it was commercialized television. Yeah, just like um, and you guys talked about this in your James Bond pod, uh, episode. The movies became more focused on fashion and product placement yeah. as they progressed further because there are ways to sell their products, mm -hmm. and those drove their sales. So they wanted to put the best things in there. They wanted to partner with these companies because they wanted to sell their products. And that's how you have to look at this movie. It, this movie is basically just a big product placement for GI Joe action figures. Mm -hmm. That's all this is. See, so maybe that's why I didn't have as much love for this movie as probably you not. Do. No, no, because I'm agree. I'm taking it from the perspective of an actual film. It's an actual film, and I see it as a movie I shared with my brother growing up that was something we could interact with. So, so <laughs> even to this day. There will be times when one of us will text each other one quote from this movie, and we will spend the whole rest of the day sending each other quotes yeah. back and forth. Here's, here's how it, it always starts like this. It always starts off with one of us texting <laughs> the other one, a gem of that size answers all my questions. And then inevitably, it just we'll devolves. respond with something else. Yes. Like, like, when I'm through with you, Scuzzbucket, they're going to scrape you off the walls with a squeegee. Or we all go home or nobody goes home. You're going nowhere, space case. Do you guys tell each other nice legs for a grease ball? <laughs> Grease monkey, grease no. monkey, oh, and we don't. It's not see. one we use. Um, but what's funny is like, there. it's like I love these. How quotes. about make like an amoeba and split? Yeah, make, that's a good one. Yeah, Gee, uh, although we don't usually do. Usually, Jinx isn't one of our top quoting. Um, no, <laughs> uh, I noticed a few extra things in this movie, but a, a couple things I want to hit on real quick is that quote for the gem when he says that, and when I think about it objectively, I'm like, what's he gonna do with that gem? <laughs> yeah, why does it answer? Is, is he gonna go pawn it off somewhere? No one's gonna buy that gem. They don't even know where it came from. What is it? No, it's huge. Where are they gonna find <laughs> a gem broker? We're, right in the Himalayas. For a gem that big. 
The and, Dalai Lama is interested. <laughs> sure. And the common trope throughout the whole movie with Pythona who hands it to him. Where is she pulling the shit out of in her cloak? It's like a Harry she, Potter bag. She is totally. legitimately... Or Mary Poppins. She is legitimately naked under this cloak. Yes. And is pulling creatures out from the blackness of the cloak. I don't know where they're coming from. They and, must be in, in like an endless pocket or something. But and those creatures are doing all sorts of shit. They're crazy. Some of them are grenades. Some of them spray that like gas at people. They're basically like searing gas. <laughs> uh, um, some of them are just like suction <laughs> yeah. cups. Yeah, uh, other right. ones are like throwing discs. Like yeah. throw a, a, like throwing face suckers or yeah. whatever. It's she's basically a <laughs> Swiss Army Knight of gross shit. Couldn't she alone have taken out the Joes? Probably, right? Like, Probably. I feel like too when I'm watching this movie, like the Joes should have gotten their ass kicked every single time they fight. These these Cobra Law people have way cooler powers and. Well, and this and is the stuff. first time they've come in and they get beat in this movie. Yeah, Co- Cobra Law. So. Let's describe Cobra Law. Okay, yeah. so Cobra Law is just wait, like wait. this. Cobra la 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 They had to change the name. Did you know? Okay, so Cobra Law wasn't even the name they were going to stick with. They just threw it in the script as a placeholder, and they liked it so much they kept it. Cobra Law looks like it looks like. If Guar had an army. <laughs> it is. They have planes. Okay. <laughs> they have planes that shoot jizz. They do. <laughs> and that turn it into like, and, and like tentacle yes, salad. They, like they, plant jizz. It's like pasta noodles, wet pasta yeah. noodles. <laughs> and they make this sound. <laughs> it's the fucking weirdest. It's like, and then they had guns and later they did that. And I'm like, oh, this is real sketchy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is real gross. And like everything in it is like a weird bug or insect. I noticed that. Or like yeah. every single bridge is, an, is, is a bug. So, every so, bridge sure. is a bug. So I want to bring that up. At one point, Globulus says, awaken co- uh, creatures of Cobra Law. Organisms so, of Cobra uh, Law. And so I'm like, and defend. And so then I'm like, they're, de- they're decorations. <laughs> this shit is decorations that's living. And so so you got a guy who's a bridge who his whole life <laughs> up until a, this point, he's just been a bridge. And he hasn't complained about shit. But then hold on. <laughs> now I got to fight. Like if I was that guy, I'd be pissed. People walking all over me. I'm a bridge for my whole life. And if he's a living organism, does he eat? Yeah. What is he? Eat? I, I would I hope that go they take my... shifts. Maybe. Like, <laughs> all right, you're the bridge from nine to five, and I... you can be the bridge from five to eight. Hold on, I can't hang out tonight. I gotta go feed my chair. <laughs> 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 and the bridge is hungry, it's, otherwise he starts eating people. Some yeah. of the decorations were had, they were no there's no purpose other than they were cosmetic. Totally. There was, <laughs> like that so like ball funny. thing yes. with the two arms yes. that popped up. Yes. It was the weirdest. This yeah. it is very, very strange. So I that get, is not typical of No. No, not at all. Not at least. It and, is, it, and it never comes up again. This never. is the only time this it is, comes <laughs> up. This is it. That's why this movie is so unique is because it goes left field yeah, for G.I. Joe. And I get why you would hate this movie. Yeah. I totally understand <laughs> it. But you have to separate that because <laughs> it's just mindless. I'm trying. It, it, it's. I think if you watch it with a second thought now in, in this way, I think you would enjoy it more. Can, can I, I think I already know the answer to this because you mentioned this about like getting new toys. But I mean, LPJ, when you first saw the Duke fall into the coma, did, did you cry? No, were you, not were even you saddened. Least. No, because um, you were eight years old. You didn't have any. Re- you I had already seen Optimus Prime die. Yeah. Did you cry then? I did. Did you? Hundred percent. Absolutely. What about you? I was sad. Um, I I don't remember my initial reaction, but I did. I hated that he died because I did not like Hot Rod. 
Hot Rod was my least favorite Transformer, and I hated seeing him take over. I was going to say, and be, it, that's who took over. And be this guy called Rodimus Prime. And I was like, that's the dumbest name ever. <laughs> See, I was okay with it because I had Hot Rod before the movie came out. So I, I was already familiar with him. I had him and a couple... I, I had Blur. Ultra Magnus, I think. I had Ultra Magnus and Blur and Hot Rod and And, and what's the girl? Uh, I didn't have RC. Or they never made an RC toy. Oh. Yeah, right. but anyway, that's Transformers boy. So, um, do we want to go? We? We want to go over some of the new characters introduced. So, besides your villains, your yeah, but you know what? There's new characters and they never show up in the series. Yeah, well, yeah. So you have Law and Order, so just like one and done. Yeah, they yeah. show up for the Law movie and Order. Right Chuckles, Big Lob, Sewer, no Tunnel Rat, Tunnel Rat, Jinx, and then you had Nemesis Enforcer, Pythona, Galobulus, and and the Cobra uh, Law Troopers. The Cobra Law Troopers. Yeah, that's about it. I loved Big Lob. Big I don't, I don't like that sound. Tell me, dude, what's going down? <laughs> I just oh, okay. loved how, how how Big Lob is like narrating himself, like he's an announcer for a basketball game. He was super annoying. He's probably my least favorite character. Yeah, I was not a fan of him. Pop quiz, hot shot. Okay, so this is going deep. I have a pop quiz for you guys. Uh, I don't don't I don't think either of you will get it. So I know it's probably not going to be not me. Yeah, <laughs> chops. I don't think you're going to have any idea on this. So. So you know there's a lot of Cobra Vipers. There, there seems to be an endless supply of Cobra Viper Troopers. Okay. Do you know where all the Cobra Viper Troopers come from? This is from the comics. They don't actually explain it in the TV show. Does it come from the... <laughs> sounds? No, it's... it's <laughs> I, I think that's uh, where they come from. This is a good ASMR episode. Um, <laughs> where do they come from? I'm assuming they're like clones of something. Yeah, they're, they're, they're right. clo- oh, they're clones of Cobra Commander, aren't they? No. Uh, Destro? No. Doctor uh, Dr. Mindbender? I don't they're know. Called, in the comics, they're called Billies. Billies, And okay. the reason why they're called Billies... Oh, I remember you telling me about this. In the comics, all of the Vipers are clones of Cobra Commander's dead son. Mm-hmm. Billy. And it turns Cobra out Billy, Commander had a son? And yeah. it turns out Billy's actually alive. Um, but they, they had cloned him, and so all every single Viper you see... They're clone. Some of them are cloned specially for special tasks. Yeah. So like the televipers <laughs> are cloned to be televipers. The mechanics, the me- the, 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 the strato vipers, the guys that fly the planes, are cloned to be strato vipers. Which we didn't we didn't even mention that Cobra Commander gets like ostracized from Cobra Law and gets the spores shot at him, and he becomes and he a snake. becomes that reptile snake mm-hmm. thing. Yep. So does that like? Does the the he TV gets, show like ignore that? No, that's the only thing that actually comes back. Yeah. Is oh. um so. What's weird is after this movie comes out, um, they kind of go in a sl- the, the 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 cartoon got too expensive to produce, so they had to cut budget. So they moved the production of the cartoon to Canada, and so before it was done in Sunbow, which is a Japanese company. GI Joe in Canada that just sounds wrong. Yeah, that's not very American. Well, that's the weird thing is they have like an international. They're supposed to be an international peacekeeping force, but they're based in America. It's yeah. The point is that's real life though. That's, a, that's America. We control everything. <laughs> yeah. The point is after the second se- after the the end of the second season after the movie comes out, they decide to slash budget on the on the TV show. So they move the production to Canada. They end up firing a lot of the voice actors and hiring Canadian voice actors who are cheaper. And then uh, they change the whole premise of the show. So then um, they do this thing called Operation Dragonfire. Where they uh, bring back Cobra Commander, he comes back as a new character. Basically, he comes back as Cobra Commander, but he's back to his normal self. And um, and they change a lot of the aspects of the show, and they end up doing more 
um, more sociopolitical episodes like fighting drugs or, you know, helping kids with poverty. That's and, why you see a lot of those PSAs. Well, no, the PSAs were always there. Well, they were always around, weren't the they? The PSAs were always there, but the show itself delved into more social issues. No, well, I didn't watch much of the show. I mm-hmm. think I would have liked it more if they went into more Canadian issues, like talking about, like, maple syrup But aren't hockey. Canadian issues American issues? <laughs> Depends who you ask. Not going to get into politics right now, but yeah, depends who you ask. But anyway, so yeah, the, the the show changed drastically in the third season, and uh, it w- really wasn't very good after that. How many seasons did it run? Uh, th- uh, I think three and a half. Mm. Like it, they did a fourth season, but it was a very truncated fourth season. Gotcha. So I I, I know we're probably going to wrap up here. Unless you have anything else specific you wanted to bring up, I was just going to bring up some favorite moments of mine throughout the movie. Yeah, I have a lot of them. Nick, did you want to spring up anything? Or sorry, Sphinx? <laughs> you guys can go first. <laughs> um, a couple things that I wanted to point out is, so one of my favorite characters is Snake Eyes. Do you know who Snake Eyes is? No. He was the ninja-looking guy in like the purple getup with the sword. Okay, yes. He is one of my all-time favorite characters. Um, one of my favorite scenes with him is when he's riding shotgun in one of the vehicles. He's just <laughs> chilling out riding shotgun. He, in doesn't, it. Figure he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he's one of the most important characters in G.I. Joe, and he figures into this zero. Zero. He does absolutely. <laughs> he he does gets nothing. caught up by a plant, and that's about it. You know what? Everyone needs a break. I guess so. Uh, Snow job. I just laughed out loud when I heard his name because I forgot about that. Um, I love the fact that there's a lot of people who get bitch slapped in this movie. <laughs> yes, like Cobra are. Commander, a couple times. Couple, <laughs> Cobra Commander got bitch slapped like three or four times. Nemesis Enforcer does a lot of it. I think Sergeant Slaughter bitch slaps somebody. Falcon, like, just, I think. Falc, yeah, he, there's just a ton of bitch slapping, and it's like. <laughs> It is the most disrespectful thing I think this movie does, other than the the very disrespectful like stereotypes in it. But there are know, a lot of really really bad stereotypes ooh. in this. I think Bur- Burgess Meredith was, was Burgess really good. Meredith is amazing. He's I love really that his voice is constantly in reverb. Yeah, <laughs> it's always and in for reverb. As nonsensical as most of his dialogue oh, is, yes. he pulls it off. Oh my god, uh, I'm trying to see if I can pull up a, a line here. Uh, oh, I, his favorite line that I have is "Be silence or be silenced." <laughs> that is the most intimidating line I think I've ever heard in an animated movie. <laughs> I can't think of something more direct than that. And um, you have your new characters, and some of my favorite quotes is when uh, Big Lob is underwater and he's still narrating himself, and it's the gold light. <laughs> I hate Big Lab so much. It is the worst. I, I, I actually wrote down, because I didn't know what the hell I was going to say today, I wrote down rhymes that I want to use the rest of the time I Ooh. talk. Ooh. So, Give us one. For instance, when the Renegades find out the plan and mm-hmm. Falcon's supposed to tell the Joes, I say that Falcon still sucks at his job even when the pitch was a lob. That's right. Right? And when Falcon fails and is captured, Red Dog's like, who cares? And I say, I agree with the red dog. Screw Falcon. Throw him in a bog. <laughs> wow. I've you got were, some more. Did you write haikus? Oh, man. Yeah, pretty he much. Did. He, he apparently didn't know that Roadblock was the main one to, to ride. When the Joes find Cobra Law in the final battle, I say, why is every bridge a living organism? Watching this movie could give you autism. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> you should have stopped well before yeah, that you should one. Probably just you should probably down. stop now. You should probably stop now. I got one more. This one's no, not as bad. Oh, God. When Falcon recovers and redeems himself, the, the BET is shut down, you know? So, you know, 
it starts up again to destroy the st- the spores, right? You know, Falcon tries to start it back up. So for Falcon, that was some quick thinking, especially since he was a stinking. Oh, okay. You know? That was all right. He, Falcon was, was awful in this movie. Which you think Don Johnson read this script before he decided to do it? Because no. he really is looked at horribly in this film. He, I'm sure I mean, it was a cheap payday. He probably he, showed up for a day, recorded his lines, and then he, yeah. and he lived probably his went life, to blow job at the end and got his he blow. He kind of lived his life horribly. So. Sort of. Yeah. Um, a couple of my favorite other ones is Save My Bones for Davy Jones. Oh. <laughs> that was a, that's one of my favorites. Shipwreck. And, and around that time, also, you have the point at which Cobra Commander becomes the eyes for Roadblock. And uh, he starts. He basically agrees with him. With we got a bargain, but play it straight, or there's no doubt. I'll turn your eyeballs inside out. There's only two ways out of my command: <laughs> on and your feet, feet like, like a man, man or, or in a ditty bag. bag, in itty bitty <laughs> ditty bag. And uh, I just love the fact that Cobra's like, okay, I'll be. He's like, I'll be your eyes. Run! <laughs> he doesn't tell him a direction. He just says, run that way. <laughs> no, the other way. I'm like, yeah, he's doing a really good job being his eyes. <sighs> oh my god, I could go through this whole thing. This whole movie's quotable. It's super quotable. My last thing I want to bring up personally is the fact that Taurus. <laughs> I didn't realize this. Uh, is that <laughs> he. His name is Taurus, and I was thinking like a bull. I wasn't thinking in the astro- astrological sense, and in one of his quotes is was basically a horoscope that he <laughs> read for the day, and I didn't know, I didn't put two and two together until just now that he's, apparently he's just super into astrology. <laughs> I especially liked when this Sergeant Slaughter guy. recommends his, or he talks about his renegade, so who's the guy that spit on the scorpion? Oh, that's, <laughs> is that, that's a red dog. That's the ex oh, Mercer. Mercer. That's right. it. Yeah, yeah, it's he Mercer. kills the kills the scorpion with his <laughs> spit. <laughs> Kill it. He spits on it. Spits no, on it dies. Doesn't die. It like falls, falls over. I think it falls over I and dies. Know. And who's the one that got kicked out of the NFL for unnecessary red roughness? Dog. Red dog. That's red, red dog. dog. And then I like how the final one he introduces is an acrobat. Yeah. Yeah. Taurus is an acrobat. Taurus. An ex acrobat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right in the, in the He's circus. hit his head too many times. I like Sergeant Slaughter. I like Sergeant, that he, Sergeant Slaughter was great in this. He movie. was. He tries to keep Falcon in shape because Falcon's an idiot. Yeah. He's like all womanizing yeah. and all that. You in know, the for as bad as he is, how did he become a Green Beret? Great question. I don't know. He's a sexist piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, he is. He got his brother, his half brother killed. Uh, he. <laughs> I love the fact that he's well, narr- in a coma. He, Come he, on now. He narrates the whole break in. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's so great because it happens. I just thought that was so funny. He just can't do anything he right. He can't do anything right. No. He's and he's terrible. And, and, and Jinx, I never really liked Jinx anyway. No, I, I she didn't was like Jinx annoying. either. So um, does does Lieutenant Falcon return in any of the, anything else? Or is this like no, his... No, uh, I think is this, this is a, it. I don't remember him coming back at all. I mean, he may have come because back in that Because he's kind of what I think of when I think of G.I. Joe's. Falcon? Yeah, like with the Green Beret. Maybe it's just like You're that. thinking of Flint. Because Flint was also... So that's a, my problem. So Flint's is, not in this then, huh? Yeah, he, he's in this, but only for a second. I oh. had... That was my biggest issue was, at one point, I didn't know who was General Hawk, who was Falcon, or who was Flint. Yeah. Because they all wore similar outfits. Um, Hawk didn't. Yeah, he had the darker. He has like a brown with the green. Well, he he has uh he has camouflage pants on. He has camouflage and, he's got like and, a, a, bomber, and a bomber jacket. And a bomber jacket. Yeah, but then at one point you have Flint who has the whole camo get up, which is the same colors yeah, as his pants. And then you have Falcon who's 
also wearing something yeah, very similar, beret. except for and then him and Flint both have the both have the beret. One has a black beret, one has a green beret, and it's just like what? Uh, how? How? Like that's just lazy toy making right there. It is. It really. It's is. It's just really reprinting the same. Yeah, toy. there's nothing else about. They this did that throughout movie the whole series. They, they, oh, they did. Yeah, I know. They re you know like Night Force. They re uh, right. recolored all the the action figures, just dark colors. Um, and did you? Did either of you think it was funny that uh, Serpentor had red guards? That it was like a, it reminded me of like a, basically an homage to Star Wars. Thank you for bringing up Star Wars. They clearly stole the sound effects. It from was like well, lightsaber fat. No, it was uh, Lucas, battles and blasters. It was throughout Lucas, the entire uh, no, movie. It, it, was it had to be because they are clearly yes, using sound effects, lightsaber, lightsabers, and blasters. Yeah, I'm sure I, they I are. think it was Lucasfilm edited, or they're not Lucasfilm. What was the sound studio uh, called? Industrial um, Light. Industrial Light. Light. I'm pretty sure that they did the audio for I it. I don't think so. They oh, had I can look to. it up. It, it sounded I like mean, they it did. was. Yeah, it was so obvious, especially being an outsider on. But I don't think those sounds are copyrighted. I think they're just you can anybody can use them. Really? I don't think so. I mean, it almost, it seems so cheap that it seemed like they just like, I mean, look at recorded how, on a tape and then just hit play. Look at how often the Wilhelm scream appears in movies. I guess. And that was, you know, made famous by um, by Lucasfilms, but uh, by ILM, or... Um, Industrial Light. Industrial Light, yeah, ILM. But uh, it's in everything. It's in a bunch of different things. Could be right. Mm-hmm. So... Well, fellas, we ready here? I think we're ready to rate this thing. Right. I mean, I don't know. Are you guys sure you don't want to just keep talking about quotes? I don't know, we can just play the song over and over again. Oh, I could, I could definitely go for that. These both sound like terrible ideas. All all right, right, let's rate this. All right, all right. All right, well, sphincter face. We'll let you go first. Yeah, get yours out of the way. Get your hate out of here. <laughs> get your haterade off my plate. Haterade. So. In the tradition of Big Lob, if I'd known this movie was shit, oh, shit, I wouldn't have ever watched it. That one's bad. That was pretty good. That was pretty bad. I hey, Big Lob doesn't rhyme. He yeah, narrates. he does. No, no he, he rhymes doesn't. as well. Who's Road, the one that rhymes? Roadblock. Roadblock. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's the one who loses his oh, vision. Oh, all the black characters look the oh, same. Oh my god! I knew you were gonna do it. I knew you were gonna do that again. This is that's not what this is about. It's about the ratings. So what is it? I gave it two machine guns, which you should be okay I'm with. I'm actually surprised you gave it two. Right? Yeah, I'm I, actually surprised I, you gave it two. I, I, I will tell you, I mean, it was action-packed, it, explosions. It, it, it never ended. It, like, the never action never stopped, and it was very well-paced. It wasn't too long. Yeah. Well, I agree there. I feel like if this was, like, a extra-long episode of G.I. Joe, this probably would have been okay. Like, a 50-minute episode, that's fine. Because I even wrote down... At 50 minutes, I'm bored as hell, way too long. This should be like an hour special. I disagree with that. So that's, I I gave it two. All right, that's fine. I'll go next. So I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie. I quote it a lot. Chops, you quote it a lot. All of my friends quote this a lot. This is one of those movies that I've seen numerous, numerous times. Probably more, I may have seen this movie more than I've seen any other movie. Eh, maybe Transformers movie I've seen more. Regardless, I've seen this movie a lot, and I love it. I love the story behind it. I love how I saw it. I'm going to give this movie a four because I I just it just means a lot to me. I enjoy. I I find this movie infinitely watchable. So this is a flat out four. All right, sounds good. Chops, I agree. I'm giving this movie a four because 
I, I, I'm a kind of person that when I have an experience with a film or a book or a video game, I usually don't go and revisit and play it again or read it again or watch it again because I've already experienced it the first time and I, I'm anticipating what's going to happen so I don't get to enjoy it again. This is the kind of movie that I could watch multiple times in a day. I could leave it on in the background while I'm doing something and still recognize and quote things going on while not even paying attention to it. Same thing with Transformers, the anime movie. And because it means so much to me and my relationship with my brother that we can just quote it whenever we want and just have fun with it. So uh, I like it as a personal, as a four. As a movie to watch in an action movie to enjoy, it's definitely like a two or three. Cause it, yeah, I'll cause, agree with that. Because it is, yes, plot-wise, bonkers. <laughs> Characters, way too many of them. But it's, it, to me, being born the year this came out, it embodies the exact representation, I think, of what cartoons and what pop culture was at that time. And I really, really do appreciate it as like a timepiece. All right. Well, there you have it, everyone. So... LPJ, you ready to give in some plugs for what we got going on here? Yep. So we have uh, Gamezilla. You want me to handle this? Yeah, you know what? You know, Chops, take it away. Well, we've got the Gamezilla podcast that comes out every Monday. Yep. Live on Twitch at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And then you can listen to it in podcast form on Tuesdays, followed by The Legend of Retro on Thursdays and Noobs and Dragons on Wednesdays, which I know that you're both a fan of, except for actually, no, you've never listened to Retro, have you? No, I have. I've have listened you? to quite a bit of have it. Have you? Yeah. I was, remember we were talking about Aladdin? Oh, yeah. We were privately. Yes. Um, but no, uh, Noobs and Dragons is a Dungeons and Dragons game that I play and participate on. I'm Alistair Lockwood of the family Lockwood and Craig WK who was on a previous episode um, is the dungeon master of the group and I'm there with Grim and Jazzy and then we have the Games Alpha show which comes out on Saturday uh, Sundays right Sundays yes Sundays and they do news topics specific to gaming industry and interview people from the gaming industry and then you guys should always listen to this show on Mondays when mm-hmm. it releases because it it's correct great. and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Last Action PCAST. And then we'd love to have you follow us on Facebook as well at Last Action Podcast. You can also go to Gamezilla Media and check us out there too. And you should absolutely check out Patreon. That's right. Go to patreon.com slash Gamezilla Media. You'll see that we have reworked the perks and there's a lot more transparency, a lot more directness of what you can get as a patron and we'll have products and unique features out for each show on there that you can enjoy uh, as a patron and it really helps us bring out more products, bring out better quality of things and we really appreciate everyone's support that's on there. And you mm-hmm. also have access to the Discord, which you guys talk about action movies. I talk about retro games and, and all sorts of other video gaming. And you can really communicate with the whole community there. Yeah, And I would like to right now announce one of our awesome Patreon perks. Oh, okay. Uh, we have one for Last Action Podcast coming up. You can get real... Um, 20-ounce bottles of uh, Sphinx Haterade. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, it also, you can get it in the 20-ounce uh, bottles or in buckets. You can get buckets of Haterade. Bu- buckets. Buckets of Haterade. Listen, buckets listen. Of Haterade. I, I knew I was a little hard on you in the beginning, but... We turned you around, I think. I Well, you know, I, I, I knew it was bothering you a little bit, and I, I need to be more accepting of your love of, pe- of, other of us of people of races of everything yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so 
I'll, I'll be sure to try and tone it down in the future a little good, bit. Good, good. I should. would recommend it because the last thing we need is backlash for you. I don't want to have to... Rep- we've, we haven't even I done I can a dozen it. episodes yet, and I don't want to have to replace you already. You're replacing me? <laughs> as may, if, as if you think this to. is your thing here. Oh. Hey, listen. I asked you to join me. Mm. It wasn't the other way around, my friend. You'd be nothing without me. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. All right, Thank well. you for Chops for coming with us yeah, today, Chops, too, on our yeah, little no adventure. Problem. I had a great time. I hope to do many more action movies with you. Mm-hmm. Nope, this was it. And I hope to hope have you, you guys it. on a retro episode. I would love to be on a retro episode. I would love episode. to have I've been actually thinking episode. of some games. And we, yeah, we've talked about maybe doing some crossovers with... Uh, yeah, with a some movie. action movies and yes. video game. Yeah, so. there's a few few to choose from. I do want to say that this this movie that we talked about today and devolving things definitely uh, correlates to the Super Mario Brothers movie where they try to devolve everybody into dinosaurs. Yes, yes, it certainly does. <laughs> that's all. I, I don't can. know if that's an action movie, but <laughs> hey, maybe. it's it's a movie. Uh, it's definitely on film. Am I allowed to have haterade on that one? No, you you might be. I might join you on that. All right. Well, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated but we'll be back